Chapter Four of the Rock Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Rock Frog by Harriet Anna Cheever. The Wounded Air Giant all was quiet along the pond and meadows so far as the frogs were concerned until after the noon hour then just a few froggies soon followed by others peeped with round eyes from soft mud beds clumps of moist moss and damp masses of leaves they kept very still as the twittering notes of the birds seemed to change to chirps of fear and there was a strange commotion and a great scurrying in the trees far over their heads they knew nothing of what it meant until all at once there was a whizzing sound a whirr a fall and oh dear dear flip-flop came a great air giant settling with a crash directly on the rock and close before the door of judge kerchunk's chambers not a frog moved except to tremble like a leaf they would not even hop to cover until the creature moved again after a time one whispered in the lowest of croaks let us be thankful it cannot get at our rock frog it lies so still came in another whispered croak perhaps it could harm none of us still piped softly a third can't you hear the queer sound it is keeping up i'm sure i wouldn't go near it for the world oh nor i nor i cried many a soft frog voice an hour passed away the frogs kept watching anxiously wondering what the rock fraud would do suddenly they were amazed at hearing the loud cry clock a clock clock a clock oh oh they exclaimed judge kerchunk is calling us to him what can he be thinking of does he suppose we will go near that air giant that would snap us up quicker than a flash and do you suppose asked father hindlegs an old frog who often gave good advice to younger ones that our rock frog would put any of our lives in danger clock a clock clock a clock came from the rock more loudly than before i go to see what is wanted said father hindlegs follow me who choose as he hopped away several of the older larger frogs joined him the air giant lay perfectly still as they leaped to the rock yet wide open were his shining dark eyes and what was more he was blinking steadily the frogs kept close together and stopped short at the top of the rock such a terrible enemy to draw near to but judge kerchunk called out cheerily do not be afraid the hawk cannot move until we do something for his bruised wing we croaked the frogs in surprised echo yes we answered the rock frog i have made our great enemy the hawk understand me he has a wing severely wounded and until he is helped and the wing is healed he cannot fly or even flop he is so weak 
yet i think that with care he can soon be in the air again we have talked long together for i would not call you until it was plain i could do so with safety now the hawk promises to be our friend and to serve us if we will serve him animals are very true to each other when once they promise friendship i find the hawk thinks he might be able to find boom a room were he determined to he tells me that he has an idea that he knows the very eagle that snatched him up and that he knows where his nest is well night before last he met an eagle with something held in his talons it is a monster fellow that enjoys getting together a number of different creatures and keeping them in his nest to amuse himself with then once in a while he has a great party calls his friends together from far and near shows the creatures that he has captured and capers and revels the whole night long and although a hawk does not usually fly as high as an eagle yet this one promises on his honor that if we will but help him now he will not only never harm a long pond frog but he will do his best to find boom a room and will if possible bring him to me on this my rock yet the frogs hung back the eagle they said has ever been our greatest enemy and next to him the one most dreaded has been the hawk how can we feel sure that he will do us no harm my children said the rock frog there are times when we must learn to trust each other i have twice fed the hawk as he lay close to my den first a fat grasshopper landed on the sill of my door which i snapped up and tossed into his bill then a locust droned along i caught him too stretching out my head to blow it into the beak of the hawk both times he could have snapped at me had he tried but i was not afraid to trust him will you not help a creature that is in distress can you believe that promises made in hours of trouble will be kept see i am not afraid to put my head close to the beak of the hawk the rock frog thrust his head and neck far out from the door where in very truth the hawk could have grabbed him and had he chosen seeing kerchunk's trust and courage father hind legs hopped bravely up followed as before by several mates and carefully pushing the hurt wing to one side saw that something must be done at once if it were ever to heal the rock frog told them what to do first they spread wide the helpless wing that the cooling air might reach and soothe it even that seemed to give relief they next hopped over to the pond and taking the widest strips of grass they could find pawed them into the soft mud then taking the ends in their mouths hurried back to the rock where father hind legs laid them one by one on the sore spot this must have been painful but the hawk seemed to know that it would also be healing animals birds and insects often show a great deal of pluck when suffering and the hawk appeared to understand that the frogs were only friendly and kind in placing the cool sticky grass on its wounded wing 
very helpless the air giant was indeed it could not stir with that drooping painful wing even to snap at grasshoppers spiders or the great blue flies that went buzzing by but strange as it may seem the long pond frogs kept the wild bird alive after once treating the wing they let it alone their instincts which answers with creatures of the air the field and the water for a mind told them that nature kind nature the ablest most willing nurse in the world would do the rest after the healing mud and cooling air had done their work it took a great deal to feed the air giant whole families of grasshoppers lotuses and beetles would disappear down its throat and still it would be ready for more but the frogs found it so strange a thing to go near what usually was such a terror that it became a kind of charm to keep hopping up and dropping food into the great beak at night the doom moistened its tongue but it drank in eagerly the drops it could catch during a shower one day when the frogs went to feed it the air giant was standing on its claws instead of lying on one side but so well acquainted and fearless they had become that they hopped cheerily alongside all at once the hawk caught a great buzzing bottle fly in its beak this showed it could now feed itself then it also dipped its bill into a hollow in the rock drinking a few drops of water from it i think said judge kerchunk that our friend will soon be able to fly he has flapped his wings slowly up and down as if to try it and although it is pretty stiff yet it certainly must be healed for a day or two more the frogs hopped around and about the hawk showing they were not in the least afraid of him and wondering what the marsh frogs would think should they see such an amazing sight as a lot of frogs going right up to an air giant then one morning when they leaped to the rock the giant was gone he went at midnight said judge kerchunk but spread his wings so carefully you could not have heard him he went first only across the to the lowest limb of a tree there he rested some time then he went across to another tree a little higher up there he rested a long time then very slowly he soared away again and that time beyond my sight but just before he went continued the rock frog he did something that would have frightened you almost to death had you seen it i was scared for a moment but very quickly i knew what he was about he took my head in his beak and pulled and pulled and pulled yet it was done in so gentle a way as not to hurt at all in his husky croak he made me to understand he hoped to be able to pull me from the rock yet he was afraid that if he asked permission i would be alarmed and say no oh no i cannot let you try so he set to work without my leave knowing he would not hurt me he said i had spoken a good word for him and set an example of trusting him and you all had been so kind he wanted if possible to set me free the rock frog grew silent 
and it was quiet all around until he added in a low voice the air giant said it was certain that i never could be pulled from my rocky home it was quiet again until a smart young spotted froggy asked would you care to get out of the rock if you could it is a very safe place and we all come to see you the frogs listened to hear what reply the judge would make ah he said freedom is sweet had any of you ever been shut up as i have even in ever so safe a place for just a few months or weeks you would never ask that question or wonder what would be my reply freedom is sweet it is the sweetest thing in the world that i know of it is good to be safe but i would rather risk many dangers than never be able to hop about except from one little space to another it is a great thing that i can look across to the pond and up to a piece of the sky but what are those little peeps to being out in the wild wild meadows tuning my fiddle by the pond plunging into the cool delightful water seeing all the sights and hearing the sounds that come from all around freedom is a great great word how thankful poor old boom a room will be if he ever gets his freedom again said father hindlegs i hope said judge kerchunk it will be a great and good thing both for the long ponders and the marshers if he does i fear there has always been a bad feeling between the two now should the one they call the king of the marsh frogs be set free and restored to them through the wish of the long pond frogs it should surely be the beginning of great friendliness and peace between the tribes for that reason as well as for boom a room's sake i greatly hope he will be found and rescued so do i said father hindlegs so do we all piped a whole army of frogs and the region of long pond sounded all night to an unbroken chorus of do we all all, all do we all, all, all do we all, all, all end of chapter four recording by linda Rainielson, vancouver bc